Welcome back to the 32 podcast, the podcast in which we make you happy, smile, and laugh. We spill the tea and explain all the things. And today, our favorite expat is here. Kara is back on the show. Hello, Kara. Hello. You are Thank our you favorite for having expat. me again. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for coming on the show again. What's going on with you? Uh, not much. Still living in Germany. Still German. Still, yeah. Yeah. Still, living that Bavarian uh, lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Living the Bavarian lifestyle. Yeah. The um, weather is absolutely insane here, which is really typical for April. There's like a saying in Germany that's uh, in German, which is uh, April, April, er macht was er will, which is April, April does what it wants, basically. Oh, so that's like, funny. <laughs> so, like this morning, it was sunny, uh, a little cold, but like sunny. Uh, and then it started snowing and then it stopped snowing and then it started snowing again. And then like one day it's, uh, like warm, super warm. And then the next day it's cold and it's, it's a little bit insane. So, and and of course that's like all everyone is talking about right now. That's a lot of whiplash in the weather. It is. It is. Yeah. April, April does it at once. That's funny. We have April showers bring May flowers. Yeah. That's what funny. do Mayflowers bring? Pilgrims. Pilgrims. Yeah, girl. <laughs> it's that second grade memory. I tell that joke all the time. People are like, what? I'm like, pilgrims, you dum-dums. Where were like, where have you been? <laughs> oh man. I love it. I love, I love it. That. I think I... that was like the hit joke of second grade. I use that. I say that all the time. Literally all the time, but I guess no one, no one seems scared. Yeah. I think I tell Paul every year and he's like, what, what Mayflowers? What? I'm like, oh, okay. You paid attention oh. in history class, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So how's what's Europe like right now with all the, you know, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little intense, right? Um, obviously, as you might imagine. Um, I think in Germany where I am, it's, uh, I mean, it's just geographically further away, um, from Ukraine. So I think the, like other, other than obviously Ukraine itself, I think, um, in Poland, there's a lot going on in terms, like a lot of the refugees Refugees, have, have moved through Poland. That's kind of like the biggest, um, I guess, path. Um, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot going on there. Um, but there are quite, quite a lot of, uh, refugees that have made it to Germany as well. So like in okay. Munich, there's, um, there's quite a few, uh, as well. And, um, yeah, but I think, I mean, a lot of the discussions in Germany are, uh, around, um, because I think the, uh, over half of the natural gas energy in Germany is coming from Russia. So that's also a huge conversation right now is, right. is kind of how, how to maybe get more or rather less dependent on, on that. Russia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a big conversation at the moment. Um, and also of course, like helping the, the refugees. Right. Um, and then Germany also um, just approved a a bigger military budget, which is actually doesn't 
maybe seem like a big deal to like the US where the military budget is is huge and kind of right. constantly expanding. But in Germany, it is quite a big deal because, um, I mean, given the history of Germany, even, even still today, um, just culturally, it's a lot more reluctant to show, to invest a lot in the military. Um, is that because of the history? Like, like it, yeah. um, like it, what's the word? Like, do people get nervous? Like, is that what I'm, um, you know, do you see what I'm saying? Like, are people like yeah. off put by a large military because of the history? Yeah. I, I think it's just, um, what, what it seems to me is like, it, it's just a bit of a discomfort with it. Got it. Um, and, uh, but I think, yeah, I, I think especially with this crisis and, and now that there's a new government because Merkel has retired, um, I think there's a little bit of a shift going on. Um, but I even remember, um, when I was studying German, when I still was, uh, in the States studying German, um, the Germany was in the world cup Okay. and they had gotten, I think, pretty advanced in the world cup. And, uh, you know, of course, when, when, uh, there's a team in the world cup, everybody's like waving flags and, you know, doing all that kind of typical sports stuff. Sure. And I remember my German professor was like, this is super uncomfortable for me to see like, like patriotism, like waving flags or like being kind of patriotic for Germany, even in the context of a sports team was something very uncomfortable for her. And she wasn't super old. I think she was, she was probably in her maybe late forties, early fifties. Oh, really? So. Yeah. So, so it's not like she was, you know, uh, a lot older or anything. Um, but she was like very uncomfortable with kind of displays of patriotism, um, because of, because of the history. And I think it's, it's, that's getting, uh, that's changing as well. Um, <clears throat> But it's, yeah, like that's a, a one big difference between like the States and Germany is I think it's relatively common if you drive around like a neighborhood in the States, you would see houses which have American flags out in front yeah. or that's not like a completely unnormal thing to see. Mm-hmm. It, that would be very unnormal in Germany to see. Really? If, like if there was a house that had a German flag outside, it would be like, oh, like they might be, they might really? be. That's so interesting. They might be right wing. They might be of a different persuasion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I never thought of it that way, but I guess, yeah, I can. Hmm. Interesting. Really? Cause, cause we certainly have, um, moments in the U S where people fly inappropriate flags. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine that if that happened in Germany, that would also be alarming. Yeah. But hearing that it's your national flag is kind of, yeah, not bizarre, but like surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah. Cause I would I imagine mean, that Germans are proud to be German. No. Um, I mean, possibly, but I think they would be even uncomfortable answering that question somehow and it's because like, of the, the history. Well, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if it's necessarily only because of that, but I do think that the, like um, uh, 
now that I've lived not that I've lived outside of the US for 10 years now, I've realized that the if yeah, I can maybe say it like the American brand of patriotism is something very unique. Wow. Yeah. That never so, occurred to me, maybe because I'm American, but possibly. But the Brits, yeah. the, the Brits fly flags and are very British and the French, That's true. And, you know, like they are, they are, yeah. but the, but the Germans are not so, not so really into that. Um, hmm. Is that and- because they were once a very divided country, like geographically and politically? Yeah, that's yeah. possible. That's possible. Cause I guess, I mean, modern Germany is, is quite modern because they were split. Yeah. It's only, it's only our and- lifetime ago. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I don't know, but I think, um, I mean, of course you see like flags and stuff in front of government buildings right. and it's not like you never see them anywhere, but it's like on a, I guess on a more like personal level, people aren't, you know, putting them in front of their homes or they're more subdued. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, for Interesting. sure. It, yeah. it, I'm hearing you say that I can definitely, <laughs> I can definitely see how like the representation of some American patriots could be alarming to some people that, that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense now. Cause I, yeah. yeah. Cause there's like people in like, you know, American flag cut off shorts might be alarming to people. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Okay. Yeah. I see that. All right. Yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, it's just, it's, that's one of the things that is, I think quite different between, um, like you don't have like a Germany fuck. Yeah. Type of environment that we do. No, <laughs> no, can't say that. Can't say that there is one of those here. <laughs> Or like Bavaria, like you don't have that. Well, actually Bavaria. So I compare, uh, I compare Bavaria. Bavaria is like the Texas of Germany. Then you must have something. Because yeah. So, but the way that it's the reason that I make that comparison. Everything's, everything's bigger in Bavaria. Is that what you're saying? Um, not necessarily, okay. uh, but it's so in Bavaria, um, that's where, like, if, if I would ask you what you think the stereotypes of Germany are, um, I would guess you would say Oktoberfest, maybe Lederhosen, tiny little snowy village. Yeah. Tiny little snowy village. Um, all that stuff is in Bavaria. Pretzel. So like Oktoberfest doesn't exist. It, like it's only in Munich. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Lederhosen, uh, they only wear in Bavaria and parts of Austria and parts of Switzerland as well. Um, they do not wear Lederhosen in Berlin or Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would look at you much very much Hamburg. like yeah, I've actually never been to Hamburg. That's it's yeah. the one of the big cities in Germany I've never been to, but I've heard it's really nice. Um, so I'd like to go there, but I just okay. haven't been there yet. So um you're right. Yeah, but is is that is is my impression of like German culture, not 
the things I don't learn from you. Right. Is that because like, that's what's pushed at me? Like as an American, you know what I'm saying? Like, like not, not push. Maybe that's not the right phrase, but like one could, one could assume that when someone else is asked about Germany, the first thing they're going to think of is, you know, World War II. Yeah. But is it, is it good branding for Germany to be like, Lederhosen, beer, pretzels, and mustard? Like, you know, instead of like the war. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's way sure. better. It's way better content for me personally. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot more positive. Um, yeah. And, and I think too, probably because like, I mean, if, if I think about the other stereotypes of Germans, um, like one is that they're super efficient. And so like, there's a lot of, um, like solid engineering, Mm -hmm. like, so there there are a lot of German car companies, a lot of German, I drive um, a German car. True. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, like car companies, um, companies that are making, uh, there's a big, uh, uh, the company Bosch. Oh, Bosch. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know and Bosch. C- and Siemens mm-hmm. um, that make like appliances mm-hmm. and big machines and stuff like that. Those are both German companies. So like, that's also a stereotype of, of Germans that that's like very solid engineering, super efficient. Um, but that's kind of boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's not like, fun. <laughs> that's not as fun as like Oktoberfest or later right. Rosen. Um, or beer and pretzels. So yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I'm guessing that's probably why those are the most exported stereotypes is because well, and it, it, it helps tourism as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, also, I guess the castles, some of the castles in Germany are quite iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. That, that, um, that, uh, big white one. Um, yeah. Neus- Neusch- that one. Sure. Yep. It was on the tip of my tongue. That one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I could see it, but I just decided to help you out. Isn't that's around a big forest, right? Like, or the pictures I've seen, yeah. of it, it's, it has a lot of greenery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think if, if I would drive, if I would drive there, it would be like maybe an hour and a half Oh, okay. from Munich or something, M- maybe two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the king who built that castle has a very interesting like folklore behind him um and he yeah like like, he's been very much like romanticized um because he built Neuschwanstein but then also um he built I think one other like castle thing and yeah and he's the um you see him on a lot of like souvenirs that you would see in like the Munich souvenir shops have, have his face on them yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. King Ludwig II of Bavaria. If you fancy Great guy. Google later. Great guy. <laughs> yeah. King yeah. Ludwig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's he's he's pretty interesting. Maybe next time I come on the pod, I can give you some information about him. Great. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The weather here, it's actually cold today. Let me see the is it? Well, I mean, Florida cold. I was, I was just going to say how cold is cold because actually it's 53 it... degrees outside. Okay. And the high of 78. 
I am leaving the house today. So must okay. wear pants. I, I have to say, I don't have like tons of sympathy for you, but I'm sure not. That's I'm sure I mean, not. it was 90 degrees a couple days ago. And I was like, wow, it's hot. It's <laughs> <laughs> also because last time you talked about like crazy wildlife, does the temperature I'm would imagine it does, but does the temperature have an impact on like the, the wildlife? Yes. Um, of the wildlife I see, and I've talked about this before in different pods, but like my neighborhood probably used to be preserve and they're like, is preserved near me. So like, I see a lot of things. There's a family of raccoons that we see all the time. They're wild. They're just like robbing banks left and right. They look like, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. They, they all look like the hamburglar. Like they have perfect, <laughs> perfect black stripe on their eyes. Like they're, it's so funny. They're like cartoon raccoons. They right. like look like perfect. Yeah. We have yeah. tons of rabbits, tons. Okay. Um, we have other negative wildlife too. Paul has seen a few snakes, which I'm like, oh, oh, no, no. Like, like I said, Mm-mm. I would like to clarify last episode. I said, I would rather see an alligator than a snake. I stand by that mm. reason. Number 48 is because you can shoot an alligator. And like, I know that sounds harsh and not that I would, but like, you can't really shoot a snake. You don't have a lot of surface area to deal with. Well, and they're, they're so like fast and slithery and right. quiet right. and potentially poisonous and alligators are not poisonous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have big teeth. I mean, but I don't want to meet either of them. No, no. But sure. if given a choice, I think I would probably take alligators. And it's easy to run from an alligator. You just run in a zigzag formation because they can't turn. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But like a snake, they're probably snakes. No. Than you. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, we have otters. There's a family of otters that likes to. Um, oh, no, they're mean. They're mean. They're mean. They're mean. Yeah. Oh. That's a little heartbreaking to learn that otters are mean. They're really mean. Because <laughs> they're, um, they're so cute. There's a mom and three cubs and they aggressed my neighbor's dog. Which I don't know where these otters came from because there's no river close to me. Yeah. Where there has they? to be somewhere. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I guess out of the water, they're mean. Huh. What else okay. do we have? Um, there's a lot. Oh, I see a family of osprey birds quite a bit. Okay. Um, lots of cranes. I think they're cranes, those big tall birds with the um, like long legs, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just full of wildlife here. I'm you know, I'm, I'm like the nice crocodile though. Dundee. Yeah. Yeah. Alligator Dundee. Um, yeah, we have a pond. So like assume there's a gator in there. I mean, probably. I, I just right? assume that I learned a cool thing about alligators. We went to a preserve a few years ago where we used to live and they had a really big pond for the gators that they all just lived there. And they said, when it's warm, they come up to the surface and their scales act like solar panels for their body. So they retain more heat and then they go back down. Oh, cause they're cold blooded. So they'll, they'll warm to their environment. Yeah. So the, the solar panels like retain their heat as they go, as they sink into the bottom. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. Nature is amazing. Nature is great. (laughs) Nature is so great until it ends up in your house. Yeah. Or too close to you. And then nature sucks. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we can add like an asterisk to that sentence. Like nature is amazing in certain places. When it stays nature. (laughs) Yeah. When it becomes domestic, like then I have a problem. Yeah. Sure. I think that's fair. Paul had to kill a spider the other day. And I was like, there's a spider in the shower. You can handle that. And he was like, 
how big is it? I was like, it doesn't matter how big it is. I'm not dealing with it. <laughs> when the ink was dry on our certificate, it means you kill the spiders. Yeah, that's exactly what. It's not something I do. For. It's not something I do. Nope, 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 yeah. nope, nope. It yeah. was big. He was like, oh, this, this one's no, this is nothing. I'm like, I don't care what it is. I don't care. Yeah, don't care. It could be the size of my face. I'm not killing it. It could be teeny yeah. tiny. Maybe I'll step on it. Maybe I'll have some courage. Maybe. M- but maybe. Like it's but you it's have touch no obligation to do so. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. There was every time I order food, I'm terrified that when I open the front door, there's gonna be a lizard that gets in the house because it happened once, but Paul was home. If it happens, I'm screwed. Yeah. Can't catch it. No. Like I Oh, you mean if you would be alone? Yeah, no, they're like this big, like the gecko size lizards. Oh, okay. Inconsolable. Well, and they're really fast, aren't they? Yes. And they don't give yeah. a crap about humans. Oh. And I just, I truly, like, I am, I freeze at it. At, yeah. Paul's like, it's so small. I don't care how small it is. It's, it crawls and it's gross. And I don't care. Like, I just, yeah. I can't. Cause like they, they wouldn't bite you or anything. They can't hurt you. Right. No, they can't hurt me. They're just, okay. But still it's no, but I also totally get it. It's creepy crawly and I skeeve and like, just no, it's like the way that they move, like the way that they wiggle and move it. No, 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 I don't. Long story short audience. I think, you know, the story when we lived in Asia, we went somewhere for vacation also in Asia and it's hot and tropical. And what lives in hot tropical places? Lizards. I woke up with a lizard on my face. (gasps) and I was about four so I've had 28 years of torment by these lizards yeah I'm never gonna get over it that's okay and that's okay you can can own that it's my truth truly yeah it's my truth yeah I think that's okay yeah so nature can stay like look I'm looking at nature now it's so lovely there's trees and bushes and I saw a rabbit earlier like lovely but like, don't come in my house. Right. And like, I don't have a pet, but if I did, I'm sure they would like eat the lizards for me, you know, mm, mm-hmm. check in the pro box to get a pet, eat the lizards. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I'm not getting a cat though. We all know why. Yeah. But I think you'd have to get, you'd have to look probably at the breed of the dog to make sure that it would be like a, like it hunts dog that mm-hmm. would chase stuff yeah i need like a hunting dog we were looking at dogs because we do want a dog it's just logistically it would be unfair to the animal because i work such long days and then paul travels so much that like Mm -hmm. if not both of us are home that dog will be in a crate for a long time and as a as a puppy that's not fair right or you have to like pay more money to have somebody else take care of it dog walking service doggy daycare like like, but for a puppy for a puppy that's not fair for its bonding yeah i know yeah, not for a puppy. Yeah. So we were looking at dogs and there's this, I forget what it's called, but there's like this Italian dog that looks sort of like a Labradoodle. It's so cute. Let me see if I can find it. It's okay. Let me see. I'm really bad with dog breed names. I'm pretty sure I sent it to Paul in like a thing. So I'm going to look at our info. Okay. Or like our um, links. Let me see. Yeah. Labradoodles oh. are very cute. Is it this? Mm, no, that's not it. Hang on. Sorry, audience. I'll cut it out. I probably won't. <laughs> 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 um, 
no that's not it let me see i sent him a picture of me the other day with my new hair and i was mm-hmm. like please make this the f- picture when i call you because i'm effortlessly beautiful he goes okay i'll do that <laughs> i want to make sure he did though i like it i was gonna say you're gonna need to i don't think i have this dog but it's like an italian something it's gonna take forever to google it but it's freaking cute because here's the thing the thing about me is that I want my dog to always look like a puppy mm. because growing up, I had a dog that always looks like a puppy. Yep. As did you, you had little dogs. Yep. Yep. So I don't want an ugly adult dog. Mm. And like, whether that's controversial, I'm sorry. It's my dog. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you need to get the dog that's right for you. Right. That's, I mean, that's the most important thing I think. Right. And all the people who were like, oh my God, adopt, don't shop. My husband's allergic to animals. So we need oh, to shop. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have an allergy, then it's, yeah, you have to be extra careful. Cause I can't make him get allergy shots once a week just to have a dog. Right. That's, that would make sense. that's mean. Yeah. His insurance probably covers it. I should look into that, but there's the I whole mean, shedding could, yeah. thing. And you, you, know. you could maybe get lucky and find a hypoallergenic something in a shelter, but I think that would be so like, you would really have to. Right. Right. Like that could be very hit or miss. Right. Um, My, and yeah. Could... And I know a lot of people who have had bad experiences adopting dogs because they didn't know what the dogs were and part of their breeding mm-hmm. could have been like my brother and sister-in-law adopted a dog that was part hound and it mm-hmm. was definitely part something else um, and it bit yeah. my sister-in-law and they had Abby and Abby right. was a baby. And it's like, well, we can't like, we can't do this. And again, I'm not, I'm a, I support people who adopt animals like please do but it's yeah. just not right for us yeah yeah and that's and that's okay I mean we got really lucky when we adopted tofu um but we were also very um kind of strict with how we looked yeah for a dog like mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure that we did that we um adopted a dog who had been at who had been at a foster that mm. was really important for us because we wanted to be able to meet the dog before we committed to adopting and we wanted to, because in fosters, they have, uh, experience living outside of a shelter, which is just a different environment. And so that was important for us, um, where we were like, okay, we, we would like to make sure that we, yeah, only look at dogs who have been in fosters. And that was the the right decision for us and, and worked out great. Tofu is wonderful. Tofu is so cute. Wonderful little nugget. Oh, a little tofu nugget. She is a little tofu. Did you nugget. name her tofu or was that her name? No, we named her tofu. We picked okay. out tofu. Okay. Yeah. We we wanted a name that worked in English and in German. And tofu is the same word. Oh, that's very smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we both we we wanted to have a name that kind of meant something for us somehow. And mm-hmm. because I love cooking and baking and so we were we were looking at yeah food names uh baking names we looked at also wine names and we also riesling i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah yeah no we we like had a list um but those none of those names worked in both languages actually if i remember correctly i would imagine there's only very few words that yeah translate the same yeah. So, but that actually kind of helped us 
narrow down the list pretty easily. Oh, sure. Um, and then, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. And then, yeah, once we, and then as well, she's, she's a little white dog. So it's perfect because tofu is also tofu is white. white. So it, yeah. it just, it just worked. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So we have a couple, we have a few segments of our show today. Kara is back with more German words for me. Yep. So guess what they are. If yep. you haven't heard her first two episodes, they came out in January in international tree part one and two. Actually, you're the third highest performing podcast. Am I? Mm-hmm. Woo. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, just keep that in mind whenever you want to yeah. come to the show. You, you, do, well. Fe- you do well. Feeding my, feeding my ego. <laughs> yeah. <right. a> guest. <laughs> <laughs> we have a few pop culture things to discuss. First thing, first thing I just want to mention is that we all know I'm about the Royals mm-hmm. and Prince Philip has been gone for a year mm-hmm. as of yesterday, which like guts me. Yeah. Prince Philip was married to the queen. He's a prince mm-hmm. because she is queen. You can't usurp the queen. I think I talked about it in another episode, but that's, yeah. that's why audience. But I have to imagine it's so hard for her. So hard because I, oh, she God. like, they just even, I mean, I'm, I'm not into a ton of the Royal details, but it just seemed like they were just like very much in love. So I'm yeah. sure it's just so hard for her to be without him. I mean, to have a companion for seven decades and then to be without them mm. just mm. sounds horrible. Mm. And I'm sure there were many years that like they hated one another because that's what's speculated. Maybe not hate, but like but there were maybe some rough patches. Her duty is the crown and his, his duty is to serve the crown. And I would imagine that that causes a riff at some point. Yeah. I mean, especially, there's definitely a specific dynamic in that relationship for sure. Yeah. Especially when Philip was like, Philip was a man's man. Like mm. he was in the Royal Navy. He hunts. He was a stud back in the day. He was so good looking. Holy crap. Like, and I, I have this theory that people get better looking as the decades have gone on. Like people in, let's say the 1920s are uglier than the 2020s. Mm. Like my mom told me this because it's like the mixing of genes and like people have like continued to mix like mm-hmm. with one another when in the 1920s, it was like very centralized by, you know, like country. Right. When people are just better looking. I think now, but Philip was a stud. Mm. Philip was a stud. How, okay. You probably know this because I feel like the most that I know about the Royal family has actually come from watching the crown. Mm-hmm. I watch the crown. <laughs> but, I don't, but how is that supposed to be kind of accurate or is it really fictional? Um, I think the dramatized parts are fictional. I mean, how possibly would they know? Yeah. But in that's, terms of that's like, kind of what I was thinking in terms of like the historical moments. And they say they have insiders who, you know, can speak to their relationships and activities and all of that. So okay. I would imagine it's probably, I don't know, 30, 70. Yeah. Like something has to be true. Something, some stuff has to be true. Right. Right. And a lot, I think as the, as the decades got more, um, publicized and the media was involved we probably know more about like diana and on mm, than we did mm-hmm. when the queen was Women. young and had her young kids yeah. so 
I would think, I think this last season is probably going to be about 50, 50. And apparently, Oh, I forget who sent this to me. Apparently they're casting a young Kate Middleton. So we're getting up until the two thousands. Oh, which to me is very important. And I just, I I cannot try out. I'm too old. I I can't like, you know, that my time has passed for that. But 10 years ago, I would have been like, man, pick me, pick me. Oh my God. Pick me. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. I will speak in a British accent for the rest of my life. If I, if I get this job. Yeah. I mean, you both have very fabulous hair and you. you're both named Kate. So it works. I feel like it works. It works. I, yeah. I don't see the problem. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. I'm perfect for this role. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm too old now. I'm too old. Now. Right. Right. And that's, that's the one, that's the one barrier. Time is a construct that unfortunately we're all bound by. Yeah. Yeah. It is true. It's the only barrier for me. And the fact right. that I'm American, which again, I'm t- actually, if you look at my ancestry, I'm 20% British. So see, there you go. All I really need is a voice coach. Yeah. You, you could make it work. I could, I could do it. Yeah. I could do it. I, I, I believe in you. Got to lose 80 pounds to be able to play her, but you know, whatever. It's all right. That's details. Mm. I have time. If they're in the yeah. casting phase, I have time. Yeah, totally. A little Botox, totally a little like, you know, something going on. Sure, sure. I'm so, I love the crowd. Fixable so, problems. No, these are all very fixable things. Like I could yeah. do it. Yeah. I could, do, I could totally do it. <sighs> I hope, this is my hope. If, if we're going into the 2000s, which I didn't think we were, I thought they were stopping in the nineties. Yeah. So that's, that's what in- I, kind that's of interesting. Assumed. So yeah. if, if they're stopping in the two thousands, are we going to get Will and Kate's wedding? I don't know. They better do justice to that dress and not do the abomination they did on Diana's dress in the show. Ugh. Oh, okay. See, I'm not totally caught up on the crown. Oh, sorry. But well, that's you know what happens. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's it's not like you, you can really spoil anything. Um, but uh, but yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, did they, you they, see um Spencer? I didn't see Spencer, and I okay. contrary to what I said on previous shows, I like Kristen Stewart. Mm-hmm. But she is what I see when I look at her as Diana. Like, yeah, probably because I know her work and like I know mm. her face. Mm-hmm. And I've heard it's just kind of a very serious film. Mm. And I just, I'm not in a serious film mood. It's so rare for me as well. Cause I had the opportunity to watch it recently on two flights. Mm. Cause it was on the entertainment thing on the plane. Mm-hmm. So I could have watched it, but I was like, uh, but I think it's serious. I don't know if I'm in no. it. <laughs> To the best of my knowledge, the film spans only like a week. Oh, and it's, like, it's like Christmas 91, I think. Okay. Like oh. before they were divorced, but they were obviously not getting along, obviously. Uh, okay. And it like spans a week and her, I think they were at Balmoral where they Christmas and it just, I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, I'll watch it eventually. Like, 
for content consumption. But right now I just, I can't, I, I don't, I just, I, yeah. And, but not, not that Kristen Stewart's not a great actress, not what I'm saying, but I just, I, I look at all of that and I see her and I just, I'm not in the mood currently. Yeah. But I think that's fair. I'm at the, lately I'm so rarely in the mood to watch like dramatic movies. I'm not in the mood for that. I, yeah. I, yesterday I wanted to sit down and watch Dune because I was like, mm. oh, yeah. movie, like I've, it got a lot of Academy Awards, like, okay. It's two and a half hours long. Mm. And I was like, mm, I can't miss my bedtime. Yeah. I didn't choose to watch it. I watched One Fine Day with George Clooney and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. It's an old 90s, old, oh my God. It's from the 90s. <laughs> Jesus. Oh God. If stuff, if well, stuff from the 90s is old, that means we're guess too. I guess it's 30 years old, but it's when George Cooley was hot. It's like, oh, I love you. Okay. Mm. I love you. Paul mm. made me watch The Perfect Storm last weekend, which like, you ever see it? I don't, was that a, was it on a boat? Yes. Where they're on a boat and then there's a storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. That's the whole movie. Yeah, that's the plot. That's, that's a no, really that's, that's <laughs> a really smart sentence. <laughs> so uh, I I don't know if I saw it to be so honest. I it's a true story, so I know how it ends. Mm-hmm. Like I know what happens. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just I want to watch a good movie. And then the movie, it's about half an hour before the people go on the boat. It's about mm-hmm. fishermen from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And they go on a boat and there's this big storm mm-hmm. and they get trapped in it. Spoiler alert and die. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry to the audience. If you haven't seen it, the movie's 25 years old. So like, I was going to say, I mean, so, but the up, like the uptick to them going on the boat is all you hear is sad war music. I'm like, why is this war music? Like we all know it's like, and Paul's like, it's a sad film. I'm like, but it's not sad yet. Like, yeah. but it's like typical, like string instrument war it's like foreshadowing the yes and i'm like god you are just bringing me down and then it's just like absolute chaos with your nervous system in the last half of the movie because like people are trapped and drowning and boats are capsizing and it's horrible mm. great movie really well done oh and then he was like the so the coast guard plays a role in the end and our coast guard's amazing like i could i could never do what the coast guard does ever no, like no unbelievable he was like remember that coast guard movie with kevin costner which like i love kevin costner we all know that i love him and i was like yes the guardian with ashton kutcher great movie he was like want to watch that no no i don't i am so emotionally spent <laughs> i can't do it like happy no. shows he's like i never want to watch any dramas i was like i live a drama yeah I was just thinking like, why is it that I'm never in the mood to watch dramas? And I think it's because we're literally still living through a pandemic and that is dramatic enough for me. We live in, I live in a drama. I go to work and you're, you're a nurse, which must be like daily drama way more than my job is dramatic. Yeah. So I totally get it. Like, yes, I can appreciate a good film and like, I love Kevin Costner. I love him, but there are other Kevin Costner movies that I want to watch. I will always watch Bodyguard. Always. Mm. Always. Like, yeah. yes. 
It's on my yes. Are there is there any movie that you you, you could see it on and you're like I'm watching that every single time? Uh, I feel like uh, it could be a phase that has been brought on by the pandemic. The pandemic, but I, yeah. But I feel like the the like mid two thousands teen teen movies totally. that like totally. that like we watched when we were in high school yeah just are just this like very satisfying comfort blanket totally. so totally um so I went through a phase where that's like all I was watching <laughs> so yeah. it was like what was it it was like um Cinderella story she's so good the man. she's the man so good uh you know like the the movies that we watched all the time in high school yeah must die all yeah all of those Mm -hmm. um because they're like you don't have to think they're just happy and comforting right Mm -hmm. and they're not stressful I don't have I don't feel anxiety when I watch those they're just happy comforting my I have a few and this it's gonna be surprising because this is a drama Mm. I will always watch Twister. Oh, that is interesting. I love that movie so much. That is surprising. I will always watch it. And Paul will always watch it. It's always on in the summer. Mm-hmm. Paul will always turn on Titanic. Yeah. Always. Although that's, I mean, that's a commitment because that's a lot. Well, movie. if it's on TV, it, like, oh, you get it a certain part. The, yeah. And you can just like pick it up anytime. Yeah. yeah. Paul will often turn on Harry Potter's for me. Oh, Mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. actually i should have said that in my answer harry potter is always yeah. a movie they're all they're always on somewhere yeah. you know but i yeah and i will probably always watch like <sighs> anything nancy myers anything mm-hmm. gary marshall like i mm-hmm. those are it for me but like yeah choosing a film to watch is very stressful there's so much content there's so many films mm-hmm and I always regress to like Runaway Bride or Crazy Rich Asians. Like that's yeah. like, I'm just like, let's just watch something yeah. I know. Both, both great movies. Both great. I feel like, like go- scrolling through Netflix or so whatever stressful. streaming service you, you choose. Um, there's so, yeah, like you said, it's, it, there's so much that it's like, I, I just get overwhelmed by choice. And then yeah. I'm, and then I just end up with either a movie that I've seen before or a series that I've watched that you've seen before. Yeah. 20 times. Yeah. Like parks and rec or the office right. or the good place. Those are like just constantly on repeat. Right. I like <laughs> the good well. place is funny. I love Kristen Bell. Yeah. The good place is very good. I, I yeah. I always revert to friends always. Yeah. Friends is also again, I'm like your mother good, like, Gilmore girls like comfort yeah. blanket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love friends. I, I don't have to watch friends. I can listen to friends and know exactly what's going on. Yeah. I finally watched the reunion. Oh, did you cry? I cried. I hadn't seen it. I didn't cry, but I watched it on the plane instead of okay. watching Spencer. Oh, that, you know, I, I appreciate that choice for you. <laughs> Um, they had the friends reunion on the flight. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll watch that. Did you watch the Harry um, Potter reunion? No, I still haven't watched that. It's on HBO um, Max. Do you get HBO Max in Germany? Uh no, but there's a there's a equivalent 
kind of thing. Like there's a, um, it's called Sky and it's similar to HBO. So like you, you pay for it and there's movies and special stuff. So they have it on Sky. And actually I meant to get like a free trial of Sky so that I could watch the reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I just got busy at work and then. It's very good. It. It's very but, good. Yeah. I think I cried watching that too. Yeah. Cause I, Emma Watson I mean, cried and I was like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of, it sounds like I probably of Harry too. Potter. Yeah. Do you have a movies? Do you have mm-hmm. an absolute favorite line? Like it's from, your absolute favorite from any movie. From Harry po- oh, any movie, not just Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a good question. I have one. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Maybe you it's my first, absolute favorite. You'll, you'll inspire absolute me. Favorite. I, I think it's in the first movie or second movie, but Hermione's going on about some shit and Ron goes, she's got to sort out her priorities. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite. Yeah. I think it's so Actually, funny. That reminds me of, um, uh, it's so it's also from a Harry Potter movie, but it's the it's the seventh part seventh movie part one. Oh, when she goes, oh, perspective. That yeah, one. it's exactly- I love that because <laughs> it. I just thought it reminds me of you because I think we've exchanged jokes <sighs> about that before. Yeah. Where it's like, oh no, we didn't celebrate your birthday, and then he was like, yeah, we were almost just like murdered five minutes <laughs> oh. ago, and she's like, right, perspective. perspective. <laughs> That's my second favorite. <laughs> It's a really good one. <laughs> I love that. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. every redheaded person on TV, Paul thinks it's Ron Weasley. Oh, really? He's not very into Harry Potter. I think he read some of the books as a kid or as a teen. Mm. He would have been a teen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but fanatical themes are not his mm. jam. Right. But every time he turns it on, I'm like, you don't have to turn it. He's like, but you like her. I'm like, I do. But then he doesn't know the storylines. He doesn't know the character arcs. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know shit. So it's so mm-hmm. irritating because he's like, where's this person? What happened to them? Why are they doing this? What's going on? I'm like, oh. like there's literally 10 hours of content previous to this movie and you don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I need you to stop asking me questions. And again, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter person. But I really enjoy the movies. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I didn't read all the books. Okay. Which I could go back and do, but now that I've seen the movies, like I, I know they're yeah. different. I know. Don't come, don't come for me. Harry Potter people. Like I know they're different. I know very Potter much. Heads are gonna, the no, Potter right. heads are going to, the Potter heads are going to be pissed. I know they're different, <laughs> but the global themes are things I already know. Yeah. Oh, they're going to come for me. I know it. I, they're going to be okay. like, Ugh! It's okay. It's fine. No, I mean, so I've read all the books, um, multiple times and I also have all the audiobooks. Oh, and I mean. listen to the audiobooks a lot, which is nice. Are they um, in British accents? Well, there are different ones, like there are different audiobooks, but the ones that I have are read by Stephen Fry, who has a fantastic voice. And he, I mean, he's British, so he has okay. his accent and then he does like different voices for the characters, okay. which is, it's really good. I like it That's a lot. Nice. I can send them to you on Dropbox or something if you want. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Cause they're good. And then you can, and then you can like, I don't know if you count audiobooks as reading books, but then you can listen to the. It's absorbing content. I feel like it's, I mean, you're still yeah. absorbing the words, the same right. words. You're just not reading, you're listening. I don't think it counts towards like 
books read through the year. Sure. I mean, you know, I don't know. Cause I keep track of that, you know, on my good. Yeah. See, I've never been a person who keeps track of their, their books read in the year, but I know that there are people who do. So yeah, I, I'm not, I'm know. not people. Yeah. But that's, I mean, but that's cool. Like, I currently, I, I think it's cool people who do that, but I so just am not one of those. People. I found myself on book talk, like book, TikTok. Oh, and yes. they're, so I, I read a lot of mo- fiction only. I read some, mm-hmm. like, what are they called? Like memoirs, like celebrity memoirs. So I guess oh. those are nonfiction technically, but like otherwise fiction. Yeah. And I stumbled upon these accounts that are like rating the, the books by their spicy level. Oh, mm-hmm. and in a romance novel, there's spice, you know? Sure. So this girl was talking about the series of books and she was like five out of five spice. And I was like, prove it. So I bought this book for God's sake. Like I was oh. like, okay, I have to know what book was it? What series is it? Uh, it's there by Kennedy Fox. Oh, okay. Okay. It's blurred out on my Amazon, like for privacy. Like, oh. I- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me find, I don't remember what the series okay. is called. Hang on. Okay. Cause I can tell you while you're looking that up, I can tell you, cause I, again, like I, I, I would like to read a lot more than I do. It's just, it's just kind of, I feel like there's just so many things I want to do. Like I want to listen to right. podcasts. I right. want to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to start my own podcast. I want right. to do cooking. I want to do stuff. So it's like always trying to kind of prioritize, but, um, but it was, when was it? I think it was last year. Um, my friends got me into this, it's like a fantasy series. And they were like, okay, you have to read this and you can read it like with us. We'll do like a little book club. Mm -hmm. They are all obsessive, crazy readers who go so fast. They were, I mean, and these books were like 700 pages and they read them in like four days. And I was like, (sighs) series is it? So it's, um, uh, it's called a court, uh, a court. No, the first book is called a court of thorns and roses or something. Oh, like that. spicy book talk talks about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's how I learned that this, what you said, this book talk is a thing mm-hmm. and the whole like spicy thing is a thing. Yep. That's how I got exposed to it. And I only read this one series. So that's the only series that I know about. So because, this series is a yeah. lot less cerebral than what I assume okay. a quarter Thor's and roses. Is. It's called the okay. checkmate duet series. And the books are called, this is war. And this is love. Look at the cover. The cover is like, okay. I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> the cover, Jesus, my mom's gonna be so upset at me for the audience. The cover is a man and a woman who are not fully clothed, but not naked. But it's like only the torsos of them. Only like the torsos. You don't torsos. see their faces and you, you don't see their, see their abs. Legs. You see a lot of their abs. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, it's, um, what's that word? Suggestive. Mm-hmm. It's suggestive of the Schlinter course. That's probably going to go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, okay. So I, I read this, I read this book and I open it and the first page is like, just go page one we start on page one and how i i don't know if i can even describe what i read let me hang on let me like (laughs) (laughs) 
let me like buffer and think about a nice way to say it. It was, um, it was a, it was a, um, third base page one. Okay. Which, which is, I, I mean, that's a pretty strong people like, have different bases and I understand that, but like, as, as people in their thirties, please get on this, my, my 30 year old level. And like third base is no longer handholding. If you know what I mean? Like we're holding something else at third base. <laughs> anyway but the first book ended on a cliffhanger and i was like well shit i gotta buy the second book (laughs) yeah i mean that's the yeah you have to even if it's a less cerebral storyline i have to know how it ends right that i mean that's the thing that's why i uh at some point i think it was back when i lived in the states um you know how like law and order is just always on Mm mm-hmm uh, I had to stop, like, if I would see that Law and Order would be on, like, so if someone in the house just like had left the TV on, yeah, and it's on, I have I had to turn it off because if I watch even one minute of it, I'm sucked, sucked in. in. I'm like, yeah. I have to know how this ends. Yeah, and <laughs> and like, I'm not out here to like judge the level of writing. That's not you know, I'm not an English mm. major. I don't write for a living. However, there is a purpose to this series. And it is not, and it's not, it's story. It, it has a storyline and it's, it's, it's followable sure. and it's, it's positive, but like, it's not why people read the series. Right. You know? And like, right. and that's, Hey, this author make your money. Yeah. She has like a billion series of books. Like she's doing well. Good for her. She seems, she seems incredibly inspired. So mm-hmm. great. Keep on, keep on going. Yeah. Great. Good yeah. for you. Like keep on like wonderful. Like, yeah. Awesome. Good for you. can't believe I talked about this. Oh my God. My mom's gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but, but you know, I would challenge anybody to find a book fiction or romance that does not include like anything. You can't, it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's usually it seems to be relatively but prevalent. The, the I mean, level the level of detail is like almost like could someone see me reading this? Like I need to put my book down, like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I've only been exposed to this one series, or <clears throat> like I've only actually read this one series. Right. Um but uh but yeah, it, because also like the friends who I was reading the book with, like would send funny TikToks about it or right, 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 whatever. Right. Yeah. To, I have, we had, like, I have a, seen that series. So spicy yeah, book talk is aware. Yes. Cause we had like a group chat or whatever. So like, I, you know, yeah, it, basically it became very apparent, like, okay, this is a thing. This is why we're reading this book. Yeah. <laughs> this is a world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot totally. going on I just, I wonder like if my, if, if this book is five out of five for me, is this book three out of five for somebody else? Probably. It how? Probably depends on, it like, probably depends on what you read. I don't know. Like I need to know how it gets more than this. I don't know. I, don't I, know mean, I mean, maybe, maybe not, but it's maybe very not. Possible maybe there is there like a like... censoring. Is there like a rating for books? Like, is this book NC 17 or is this book rated R? That's they didn't actually ask a good how, point. I don't. They didn't ask think... how old I was when I bought the book. So like, 
Yeah. So presumably anybody could buy it. I don't know. Tell me what it's, I don't know. That is, that is actually interesting. I've never thought about that, that like for movies, there's the, there's the like rating of appropriateness, but that, that doesn't apply to books. Actually. Let me see if it does. I mean, it blurs out on my Amazon. So like they're assuming right. I need privacy, which like is hysterical. Cause like you can buy vibrators on Amazon. Right. Like, but like do they blur that out too? Like, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. Let me see. Interesting. Uh, oh, hang on. But yeah, I mean, if it didn't, well, but I guess your Amazon account maybe knows how old you are. Maybe. So maybe that's why it didn't ask. I'm going to click on a, on a random book of hers. Let's see. There's not really a description. Oh, wait, it just wasn't loading. What is, what is this called again? Uh, no, author? I'm curious. I want to. The author or the, the series? The name of the book. Oh, my books are This is War and This is Love, but Kennedy Fox is the author. Oh, okay. Let me read the description of her new. I think this is her new book because Book Talk has told me. What happens when a stalker threatens your life and you're flown to a private beach house with your sexy new bodyguard? You break the rules and hope he falls madly in love with you. Okay. The, the End of Us is an age gap, forced proximity, standalone romance. Well, interesting. Oh, everyone, right. who's, everyone who's read it has given it five stars. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder. Oh, oh, wait, there... wait. One person gave it three stars and said it was cute. That person. Okay. I so that person, that person probably would rate it a three spicy, like what you were saying earlier that like, maybe it was a three for them. Unfortunately, towards the end, it just read like there was a lot of filler pages. So that person needed more spice. All right. Her name is Kayla. Well, Kayla. I don't know what to suggest to you, but, but maybe, maybe, maybe TikTok, maybe, maybe TikTok, can maybe bookmark some like. pages that you liked and then just keep reading those. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I wonder sorry. if like, sorry, audience. This, this is like a real, real <laughs> detour from my usual content. <laughs> I wonder if this, if it like became more of a thing since 50 shades of gray. Cause wasn't oh, I'm that like, sure. well, wasn't that like a whole thing? I, I think, Cause romance- I never read those, but romance novels I mean, I have always been like Daniel Steele. Yeah. But I think it's Dan- always been a thing, but I've, from what I've heard from spicy book talk. And again, I randomly found myself there. I didn't go searching for it, which like, whatever. Yeah. Audience judge me if you want. I don't care. I'm still reading. It's good for my brain. Yeah. Um, yeah I've heard that Daniel Steele compared to like what's being written now is a little more like, I don't mean this as a pun, but like cheeky. Okay. Like I, th- I think, I think the writing now from what I've heard is a lot more literal and just more like explicit and, instead yeah, of like and innuendos less, less or something. Euphemism. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. I could give an example, but I won't because it's just pushing me too much. Yeah. Long. I was going to say, <laughs> otherwise you'll have to have an explicit I'm gonna have tag to on your podcast episode. Like, what? <laughs> right. Like, He'd be like, how was your podcast? And I'll be like, oh, it was wonderful. 
that's what we talked about and he'll be like what's wrong with you <laughs> oh okay yeah. we need we need a hard detour all right oh my god no pun intended for goodness sake okay <laughs> i i didn't even think of a <laughs> which made it better we are going to move on <laughs> this this conversation is complete okay our first news of the day very exciting however i have questions and concerns okay ben affleck and jennifer lopez are engaged again right i saw that yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. did you see her ring i did not actually it's like Uh, a green um i saved it on my 32 thing hang on where is it maybe i didn't um it's like a bright green like an m like an emerald yeah harold no it's like it's not an emerald it's a diamond but it's like a light green diamond it's on the bottom oh okay do you see it oh yeah okay yeah i can see it um not my preference of color however apparently Mm. it's extremely rare Mm-hmm. which her first ring was a pink diamond, which like loved that. Yeah. I think her first ring set a precedent for Hollywood rings in the future, but I'm happy for them. I just, this is how I feel. I, so I looked in the, into the details of their breakup 20 years ago and apparently right. they let the media get to them is what, is what they said like okay when you're constantly berated in the media it bleeds into your personal life which is like okay i can sure that is, is understandable but then you go on to marry other people have kids and her marriage to mark anthony was her longest marriage which i still think it was like not very long like six or seven years mm. maybe less than that um and he was married to jennifer garner for 13 Oh, that long. Okay. Yeah. It was a long time, like 13, 15 years. And I just, I can't help but think that like, this is kind of being shoved in her face. In whose face? Jennifer Garner's face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause like, if, if, if we're assuming that JLo for him is the one that got away, like Mm. your ex-wife and your three kids are still here. Mm -hmm. Well, and he, I mean, he hasn't been uh treating her with tons of respect either lately right Right. so that probably doesn't help probably doesn't help no but but you move you you know you get divorced you move on yeah like i mean that doesn't mean he's not allowed to no it doesn't be new or be happy but i'm happy for their happiness yeah you know i of her relationships ben affleck is probably the best one Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't, her, I don't I've really heard, know enough about her. Well, she married uh, partners to really say, but her first husband wasn't famous and they only were married like less than a year. Her second husband was a dancer, Chris mm-hmm. Judd. Um, yeah, he, she married a backup dancer and they lasted like less, less than a year. Then she married Mark Anthony, who is the ugliest man alive. How he's an international sex symbol. I will never understand. He is so so unfortunate looking (laughs) like the man can sing sure fine fine 
no, he's not cute. I'm sorry. I honestly haven't seen a picture of him in so long that I don't. Let me find one for you. He looks like, but I, yeah, I have a, because I, I wanted to prepare for today because I'm, I'm not very good at pop pop culture stuff normally. So I was like, okay, I need to at least look on like e-news and see what's happening. Um, here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, not the cutest. I know they, they made like the, this like impeccable, like top Latin couple. Like they were like, you know, the, the best couple ever. Mm-hmm. And like they can sing and that's beautiful, but like he's so ugly and I can't get past it. And he was married to Miss Universe. Tell me how. Tell me how. Is he a five out of five spice, do you think? Like, does Mark Anthony bring the fire? I mean, maybe. Maybe. That could explain it. That that actually that makes a lot of sense. Maybe he's reading these books (laughs) and getting tips. (laughs) 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 But but okay, were were Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez married? No, before? just engaged. Oh, okay, they were engaged, but then they broke up. Then oh, they broke okay. up. Word on the street was that his mother didn't want him to marry her. Oh, interesting. Which I don't know the reasons why, and I could just be spreading rumors, but apparently that's mm. why. Interesting. Okay. So happy for you. Happy for yeah. them her announced she made an announcement on her personal website and it was like mm-hmm. i have some news and i just like find that a little like the verbiage is kind of odd it's not like we have some mm. news. it's like i am engaged me me mm. me 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 you know mm. like who's the bigger star do you think between the two of them yeah i think they're I- both a-list celebrities but who do we think is the bigger star there's always a bigger star i think she is I think she is because, because I mean, yeah, he, he's been in a lot of really big movies, but I feel like she, I mean, she's also been in some movies and I feel like with singing and her, I don't know. I just feel like she's reached more people probably. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's had like some iconic like fashion moments with the, mm-hmm. with, with the, the Versace, Versace dress, dress mm-hmm. with the, I can't remember. Was that the Grammys or some award show? Yes. I think, I think when she yeah. wore that, I remember that. Like, I remember when that happened. Me too. Which, which was, I think I was a teenager probably we would have been younger than that 10 was that in 2000 2001 too yeah okay so we've been like 10 or 11 so i mean i remember being like whoa whoa being held up everybody was talking about that dress so i i kind of feel like she's the bigger celebrity than like i feel like she she might be well more well known I feel like she, yes, I don't disagree with you, but there's something about Ben Affleck that makes him like solid in the film industry. Like, I feel like he's not going to go anywhere, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like he's yeah, a list forever, agree with that. you know, like yeah. he's, 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 what's that word? Um, what's the word for being like ever present? 
He's whatever that word is. Like, um, uh, uh, I just know omnipresent. No, not like that. But he's like, he's, he's always like here he's everywhere. Yeah. He's always here. Like he's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, okay. Yeah. Hope they make it down the aisle this time. Yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully they do. Hopefully yeah, we can do. thank Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm for making this happen. You're looking what? at me like what? So Madison, LaCroix I have no Southern- idea. Madison, so when JLo was engaged to A-Rod, he was yeah. sliding into DMs and he slid into the DMs of a girl on Southern Charm. And then it was talked about on the show and then A-Rod had to admit it. And then JLo broke up with him and then reconnected with Ben. Okay. And Madison is a toxic piece of crap, but thank you. Yeah. Okay. And, and Southern Charm is a reality show. Yes. On okay. See, that's what I don't, I don't, um, <clears throat> what happens when you don't live in the States? I, I don't get some of the, there's like a, there's just a geographical filter. Do you get the housewives? The pop culture. Uh, I'm actually not sure if I could watch that anywhere on the streaming platforms because like Netflix exists in Germany, but the content is different. So anything that's produced by Netflix, we get, but, um, because all the contracts and stuff are different, like the selection on Netflix is different. So I don't think, and like, I don't think I can get Hulu here. What? Uh, and I can't, so I can get Netflix. I, so I have Netflix, I have Disney plus. Peacock. No, mm, then you may not. That doesn't work. Here you don't either. have Real Housewives of Berlin. Um, you know, I'm sure that probably does exist, <laughs> but we do not have a TV. So, which okay, I don't say that to be like I don't have a TV. No, like, but it comes I off don't, just like it comes I know, off just but like, I know, I know so how much it comes on everyone. I know it, how it comes off. I literally I just got an alert about my screen time. I didn't mean it like that. I promise. I just, <laughs> I am just trying to explain. No, no, you don't, you don't come off uppity. You just, the, yeah, we, better than me. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true, but no, the reason we don't have a TV is because German cable is not interesting. Like mm. there's, there's not any shows where I'm like, yeah, I definitely have to watch that. Um, if there are any like big events, we can get that online. So if we right. want to watch like a big sporting event or there's this big thing called the Eurovision song contest that's on, but you can go, you can stream that. And mm-hmm. so we just, we I've heard really... of that because Netflix did a movie about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, but, but the thing is we like, we have, we watch stuff all the time. It's not like we're like, oh, right. we never watched it. Like we watch stuff. Oh, all we don't the have time. We just, we just don't have a, like, we don't have cable TV. Got it. Got it. Got so, it. We pay for yeah. everything because Paul mm. needs all the sports. Mm, yeah. And actually the only thing we don't have, we have Xfinity, which is Comcast and they do their channel lineup by like package. Mm-hmm. And we don't have CMT, which means I can't watch Dallas Cowboys Steelers making the team like I did mm-hmm. every year since it's been on. Right. Cause isn't that a reality show too? Yes, but it's on CMT, yeah. but we would need to buy that, yeah. like every other channel we don't watch. And it's, it would add like 30 bucks for a cable bill. And I just can't, I can't do it. Oh, just for that one thing. Just for the one channel. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, that's kind of annoying. 
that show is so good. And I haven't watched it in two seasons because mm-hmm. we don't have the, we don't have it. You want to hear a funny story? This is actually really embarrassing. Okay. So always I've watched the show forever, like since it came out mm-hmm. and I would follow some of the girls because some of the girls became influencers and like popular once they were no longer cheerleaders. Two of them work for Paul's company. Oh, really? I follow one of them like by happenstance. And I'm like, that is so fucking embarrassing. Like I had to unfollow her. I was like, I can't follow you anymore because what if you find out that I follow you and you work with my husband? That is so desperate looking. I don't think so. I think so. Like. I think so. I think this world is very small and only getting smaller and it's awkward. Okay. I mean, uh, fair enough. my husband, I think it's like, okay. Cause Paul was like, I work with two former DCCs and I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, you probably know them cause you watch the show. And I was like, that makes me sound so fucking lame. <laughs> that makes me sound so desperate and like silly. And he was like, no, but I know you. And I'm like, yeah, but like, it's like, oh, you know them cause you watch them on TV. Like, I was like, are they effortlessly beautiful? And he was like, they're okay. <laughs> like, don't preserve my feelings. Like, I know. It was good just that's a good, it's probably like the a good husband answer, I guess. Right. Like, I'm not, tra- like I'm not trying to trap you. Like, I just I simply want to know. He's like, you can tell they used to be cheerleaders, but not anymore. I was like, ooh, harsh man. Ooh. Yeah. He's a tough critic, my husband. Mm, yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got on this subject, but good for JLo. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Good for JLo. Um, let's see. Also, she looks amazing. She looks amazing. I need what she, I need what she is has. Is she 50? Two, three. Yeah. Two or three or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks amazing. Yeah, she does. She, you saw the wedding planner, right? You've seen that? Yes, of course. Okay. You know how in the beginning, cause Mary, her character is so type A, she like shovels herself into bed and like sits face up like this. Mm-hmm. Like that's how JLo sleeps. She sleeps. Really? So her face doesn't ever get squished. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I need to do that. But my problem would be that like, I would maybe start like that, but then yeah. I would end up in a very different place. You'd end up like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would end up with my face like on my stomach face, like fully mm-hmm. pressed into yep. my pillowcase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I did switch at some point, a uh, few years ago to silk pillowcases. Oh, that's good. That's good for your my, hair and your skin. Mm-hmm. That's helped with my hair. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's good. So, yeah. So I um, yeah. So basically I'm exactly like Jada. So basically we're Jennifer Lopez. That's what, yeah, that's what, that's what we're trying to say. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> um, let's see leading pop culture. I talked last episode about Kanye not being at Coachella anymore. Mm. Now he has given us a reason why. Let me click on this link here. Oh. Mm, apparently the um, verbiage he's using is that he is choosing not to be there. Okay. Um, the rapper dropped out of the music festival to focus on himself. The source shared it's a lot of pressure and stress on him right now. And he hopes to repair his relationship with Kim after their divorce. Okay. I go mean, get help. go get help. Yeah. That seems like a very, very good, respectable decision. Yeah. I listened to some other podcasts and see other news and they basically were like, this really screws Coachella. And like, 
it, it affects the fan base that paid to see Kanye. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. And he's being replaced by The Weeknd with Swedish Swedish House Mafia. Okay. Which that's a, I mean, that's a I would argue The Weeknd is the guess. same general genre of music, like it's not rap, it's not Sunday service, which is if Kanye fans are paying for that, like I'm sorry. Yeah. But Swedish House Mafia told they were never going to get back together. So, I know oh. they are. Well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Oh. Did you Did you watch the documentary on it's on Netflix? Uh, about them yeah no like their final tour it's so good it's so good in fact the first time i watched it i didn't realize i had closed captioning off and i was just listening to them speak in swedish (laughs) not that i understand the look of it but it was impeccably done like they're the the whole thing it was great cool yeah I mean, then I guess, I guess that's probably good though, because that's a bit of a kind of a novelty thing, right? That they're reuniting for Coachella and right. And apparently that apparently the the weekend is making Coachella pay him what they were going to pay Kanye. Oh, which you're doing them a favor. You're stepping in two weeks ahead of time of the biggest music festival. Like, come on. I don't know that I'd ever go to Coachella. Mm-mm, not for me. Yeah, I so because I went to school in LA. Um, oh yeah, a lot of a lot of people who I went to school with went to Coachella. I um, I went to it was my senior no, it was my sophomore year of college. I went to Stagecoach, which is the country music festival, mm-hmm. which is at the same place Place. that Coachella is so it's like yeah like stagecoach happens and then like two or three weeks later is Coachella um so I've like been to the place where it happens but for a different festival and yeah I don't know I just from what I had heard about Coachella I didn't have any desire to go either no I have no interest I like I have no interest in music festivals, period. And I don't have interest in like being dehydrated and like getting hospitalized at Coachella. Like, yeah, I'm also just, again, I'm not sure if it's pandemic or age or both, but I'm just like not into huge crowds. If I am not anymore, if I'm not wealthy enough to go in the most elite way to a festival and like have my own bathroom, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. Cause it like, I imagine it's the same setup for, um, that they had at stagecoach, but it was just like a whole area of right. the port- porta potties. Right. Like I want, which were, which were like in the scope of porta potties, they were fancy sure. potties. They had like sure. little sinks and mirrors in them and stuff, but they're still porta potties. Still like, porta potty. Like, yeah, I want plumbing. Yeah. I and air conditioning. Yeah. Like if I could, if I could go and like a tour bus or like a really legitimate RV. Yeah. I'd consider it. Yeah. But I need plumbing and air conditioning and someone else to make my food. Yeah. It's the plumbing for me. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. And, and just in general, like also I would add to it. Cause I'm again, like not huge into like crowds where I would also again, like if I was going to do it, try to right. do it like, right. Right. Or whatever. And have like a space where <laughs> you don't have to right. 
be like shoved around because that makes me very uncomfortable yeah I would need my own VIP area yeah like I want to watch whomever artist I want to watch like comfortably yeah I think this just means that we're too old for festivals now it's I think or not wealthy enough or that yeah like I'm pretty sure you have to drop like in order to have that Coachella experience you have to drop like a quarter of a million dollars oh wow that's a lot of money. I would assume. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of that's expensive plumbing. It is, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So sorry, yay. Hope you get help. Um, let's yeah. see. In different Kardashian news, they had their red carpet for their new show on Hulu. Wait, I they have a new show? Yeah, keeping up is canceled. Thought... Right, but I thought okay, but they now left they're just... E. They're doing another reality show with Hulu. Oh, I thought it was just like, they're not doing a reality show anymore. No, they still are. Okay. Got it. Um, I I have to make a terrible pun. I cannot keep up with (laughs) Kardashians and all the things that they do. Well, now they're just, now they're just the Kardashians. Oh, okay. So the keeping up part is gone. Yeah. We're not, we're no longer keeping up. We're just them. Right. Okay. Right. They are us and we are them. Mm -hmm. Got Um, it. Okay. Everyone looked amazing on this red carpet. Pete and Kim, Pete Davidson and Kim walked together. Do you know they're dating? I I did. Yeah, I do know that. I do know that. Mm-hmm. I still don't really see it, but whatever. Um, yeah, new show. Courtney got married in Vegas, but apparently it's not legal. There was no certificate. She said that on her Instagram. Okay. So we'll have to wait for a wedding, a real wedding. All right. Which I guess there will be one. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of, I just of all, found the, oh. I just found the pictures. Yeah. They look good, right? Yeah. There's a lot of latex on this carpet, which like, God, that seems so hot. Yeah. I was going to say I, cause I, is Kim's dress completely latex? I think it's latex. Okay. See, I, you know, has to be, uh, but also I remember seeing a, video of her I think she was at um fashion week and she was in caution tape and she like couldn't walk oh yeah she yeah (laughs) she wore Balenciaga tape as a dress yeah Yeah. I feel like she is she is not a person that uh that prioritizes comfort in any sense she must be so dehydrated could you imagine sweating your butt off in this latex and then not being able to drink anything because your bladder is going to show in this dress. Yeah. I I'll post it to the Instagram, but I, and then Kylie, I think wore latex too. And she just had a baby. Like this is unfair. Oh, she just had a baby. Okay. Yeah. She had, well, she, they named him Wolf, but then now his name isn't Wolf anymore. We don't know his name. I'm speculating oh. his name is Sunny, but that's just my speculation. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I know. I could never wear latex. Oh my God. No, it just, it just seems so uncomfortable. And also I'm just, again, I just, I feel like, uh, 
every time we talk, like the more and more topics we talk about, the more and more I realize like, hmm, am I really a 70 year old woman on the inside? Because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> am I, uh, am I truly an old person here? <laughs> yeah, because I just don't, I just have no interest in wearing things that are like even remotely uncomfortable. I wore a strapless bra for the first time in like two years, a few weeks ago. And I just immediately regretted everything. Oh yeah. How's your not buying clothing thing going this year? It's good. I haven't bought anything. Um, I did order the bridesmaid's dress for my sister's wedding. Um, that doesn't that count. Like, that doesn't count. Yeah. But yeah, but, um, but no, I, I haven't bought any clothes for myself. Um, we were on vacation recently in Dubai and I bought some scarves and stuff for gifts, but that also doesn't count because it's not for me. No. Um, so yeah, no, you can get a souvenir. Yeah. But it, but I, but also there wasn't anything where I was like, Oh, I need to have that. uh, Yeah. Like I didn't see anything where I was like, Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, it's going well. And I feel like I'm also trying to wear more of my clothes that I already have. That's good. Um, so yeah, no, it's going well. That's good. Let's um, see. I mean, it's only April, almost yes. middle of April. So. I, I recall myself saying that I was also going to challenge myself not to shop. Mm. I've shopped. Yeah. So sue I, me. But that's okay. Like, I'm going to single-handedly save this economy. Just because, just because I am doing this challenge for myself doesn't mean anyone else needs to do it. I'm just, yeah, just curious about myself if I can if I can do it I I know I probably didn't need any of the stuff I bought but like but also sometimes it's not about need exactly sometimes it's just about making me feel better yeah and that's okay too yeah um our last piece of pop culture before we get into a very exciting German segment is that Avril Lavigne is engaged oh to so exciting. Ma- what's his name mod someone uh, what's for sure sure Avril, Mod's son. I think he's a musician. Okay. Her Has caption been- is in French. Is she French Canadian or was she just in Paris? Uh, Maybe she was just in Paris. These pictures are in Paris. But actually, now that you say French Canadian, that like rings some sort of. I mean, her bell name is Avril. Me. Yeah. Which means April. Yeah. She could be. I don't know. I could Google it, but I'm just going to live in the mystery for a while. Yeah. Was she, um, <clears throat> has she been married before or is this? Yeah. She was married two other times. She married the drummer from her first band. I don't uh-huh. know what his name was. And then she married Chad Kroger of Nickelback. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They were like Canadian royalty because he's Canadian. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. See, you know, all the things. Well, that's why you have this podcast i started this pod i know so you can tell everyone all the things people like me who don't know things well speaking of informing people can i can i do a little soft launch of your yeah of course kara is starting a podcast (laughs) yay um tell the audience what it's about yeah so i mean it's been definitely inspired by you Oh, um, 
because no, but like legit though, coming on your, your husband podcast, has a soundproof office. Like how possibly am I the inspiration? Well, okay. and a ring light. Yeah. But he does, he does like virtual conferences and stuff. So it's, it's not quite the, the same. Like we have the equipment, but it wasn't being used for that. But basically, um, no, just when, um, when we did the episode in January, I just had so much fun. And then, um, I was also just thinking about, um, like, yeah, try kind of also trying to look for kind of a creative outlet that, um, that I could really kind of get into. And I had tried in the past to do like a food blog kind of thing, but I just found myself like writing recipes is actually really time consuming and really hard, like trying to write good ones. And, and that's actually not the part about cooking and baking that I really enjoy Mm -hmm. is writing the recipes that what I enjoy is like talking about it, helping people, um, learn how to cook stuff they haven't done before talking about how food, um, connects us to each other, to cultures, to all these things. So, um, so yeah, then, and then I think kind of being on the podcast with you, it just was kind of like, it all kind of came together and was like, aha, that's, that's actually like, could work super well because, um, because yeah, like I, so the, the podcast will be, um, about, about that, like how food connects us to each other, to our cultures, to, um, and there are so many things that food does for us. So it's, I mean, on a very basic level, it's, it's like it's nutrition and it's sustenance. We need to survive, but then it's also about like enjoyment. And then it's about connecting with people. And then it's about culture and it's about can be an art form. So it's like all these different things. And I just, I could just talk about it forever. Um, and yeah, so I want to interview, uh, friends, family, um, people that I know here who are from, different places all over the world and talk to them about food and, um, and their connection to it. And then I'll share some recipes. Um, I also plan to do like a little question and answer. So if you have like cooking questions, um, to like answer those and yeah, so I'm still kind of Bourdain. Yeah. Like I'm in planning mode still for it, but I'm super excited and, um, yeah. So, and, and you inspired me. So, oh, well, thank you. I can't yeah. wait to listen. Yeah. Um, and you'll be on it. No, I know. And I, because we're so in sync. Yeah. I would like on the count of three of us to say what we're going to talk about, what food we're going to talk about on our, on your, oh, okay. Ready? But one. Okay. But there's multiple, but okay. Yeah. The, the main one. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three chicken fried chicken rice. Fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat it and not think of you every time. I'm like, oh. every single time, every, every single time. time, because what you have to know about Kate and I is, so we met in high school. Um, I believe we told that story on mm-hmm. the, the last time, First the last time. episode. And, um, we, uh, would hang out together in high school and almost every time, I think almost every time we hung out, we would order Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um, we would both get chicken fried rice yep. and usually we would get crab rangoon also. Oh, man. Yeah. 
and then we would watch movies like when a date, when a date with Tad Hamilton, Hamilton. yeah or we watched that one a lot a lot we watched other movies too <laughs> a lot and we would eat our chicken fried rice and we would just bond and like that's our friendship food that's it and like that's the fun thing that I love about it is that like I feel like everyone has a story something yeah. like that whether it's like a dish that connects you to a friend or to a relative or to whatever and I just am really interested to hear about those so yeah I love yeah. this concept it's wonderful yeah thanks yeah. I'm excited yay I'm so excited <laughs> we're uh we'll do we'll do a little promo on this pod for you when it's like official. yeah no pressure oh. no rush whatsoever Thank you. Yeah. It's like I said, it's still in planning. So I'm not sure when it's going to be ready to go, but I will let you know when it is. Hey, yay. Yay. So excited. I'll probably be hungry too. <laughs> Pro- yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this podcast makes people hungry. I think this podcast like makes people be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I love the audience. Yeah. Some people are totally anonymous. Like I know some people who listen to this pod, but other people are like just completely like unknown to me. Which yeah. Is very exciting, but like a little scary, you know? Yeah. 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 But do you get like, do you get people who like write you stuff or like no, not like really. ask you questions or anything? Not really, which okay. I'm open to. Yeah. Um I've had half of my reviews on iTunes are people I don't know. That's cool. And the people that I do know them, it's because they told me. Oh, they like, told I wrote, me. I wrote oh, you, I... you, this is what I said. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, but okay. I've had, Got I've it. had rather random ones that they're like, five stars, love you. And I'm like, oh, you love me? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So wild. I like it. It's wild. It's good. Yeah. 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 I'm very happy for comment, you. Comment, like, share, share the show, obviously. Everyone. Yeah. 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 And I think forward. too, like, what I love about it. And I think, again, one of the reasons that you inspired me as well is that like, you can just tell that you love doing this and then it's very fun and then it brings you joy. And that's great. It does. It definitely, it's a joy giver. Yeah. Yeah. It's positive energy. Yeah. Yeah, Which is good. Okay. Now to our German segment, Kara brought some German words and German phrases, and I'm going to guess what they mean. Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm ready. So uh, yeah. So some of these are just words, um, okay. and some of them are phrases. Um, okay. and as we, I think we talked about it last time that like German has like compound words, right? So, um, so it's like words squished together into one, and then it has a different meaning than its components potentially. So I brought some of those okay. for you. Um, so let's start with one, which is so I'm going to say it in German. Okay. I'm going to tell you what it literally means. Okay. And then ask you to guess what you think it, what you think it means. Well, it and we'll start mean. with an eat. Yeah. Like right. what you okay. think, how, how would one use this? Okay. Um, okay. We'll start with an easy one. Um, so in German it's orvrum, and it okay. literally translates to earworm. Like a song in your head. Yeah. That's Woo-hoo! exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So yeah, there's a word for when there's a song stuck in your head or it has like, oh, that I think song we use earworm in English. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think. Then it comes from German, I think. Sweet. Okay. Um, 
All right, the next one, I think you're gonna like this one. Mm -hmm. um, so in German, it's called uh, Backpfeifengesicht, which literally translates to slap face. Is it like face palm, like ugh? No. No, uh, slap it's... face? Mm -hmm. Does it mean Will Smith? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Although this word could have been used in that situation. Uh, I don't know. Okay. So a Backpfeifengesicht, it's a noun, and it's okay. someone who you feel needs a slap in the face. <laughs> That's funny. So in the situation of Will Smith and Chris Rock, right? Will Smith thought that Chris Rock had a Backpfeifengesicht. Wow. Yeah. Like, uh, and I think I, I've seen, um, you know, like, you've seen that, that, um, I don't know if you would call it like a meme or just like a quote that gets, that's around the internet, which is like, you know, some people just need a slap to the face with a chair or something okay. like that, okay. like that, whatever. I forget that's yeah. Um, so it's like that, but it's just one word Okay. in German. Okay. That's a big word. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, okay. The next one is, wait a second. Uh, the next one is Kopfkino, which literally translates to head cinema. Head cinema? Mm -hmm. Is it like, like memories? Like, thoughts in your head kind of it's in that general like direction. you can like like picturing something in your head yeah so it's basically playing out a scene in your head oh that's for me I do that on everything I do yeah uh either before or after it happens like a replay yeah basically okay. so okay. like if you if you have this very like vivid you're playing it all out in your head then it's called your head cinema. I'm going to use that all the time. I'm going to use that in arguments. You know what? My head cinema, I already, I already did this today in my head cinema. Yeah. And I was mad at you. So I'm I was mad, mad at you. At you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Then I have another one, which is, um, Leben ist kein Ponyhof, which translates to life is not a pony farm certainly isn't does it i mean is it like life's not easy life is not yeah yeah, life, yeah that's what life i mean it's not a pony farm <laughs> yeah life is not a pony farm whoa my head <laughs> cinema told me that life is not a pony farm <laughs> yeah exactly there's also a variation of that which is um uh which is uh leben ist kein wunschkonzert which translates to life is not a wish concert so like <laughs> like you go to a concert and you don't get to you yeah know, have like whatever life, you wish life is not a dream yeah yeah so interesting yeah. that's that one wow um then there's one which is du gehst mir auf den cakes 
which is you're walking on my cookies. Is it like stepping on my toes? Uh, maybe. Walking, uh, on, walking or is quite. it like, not quite. Walk, you're walking on my cookies. Like you're getting on my nerves. Yes. That's it. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I want to use these all the time. <laughs> yeah. You were walking on my cookies, right? You're now. Walking on my cookies, man. Oh my God. Is it? Yeah. It's like grinds my gears. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess stepping on toes would be maybe a bit similar. I really like that because Paul used a phrase years ago. He used the phrase chaps my ass, which like mm, is like mm-hmm. grinds my gears, but like is a little more visual than that. Mm-hmm. And I, I use yeah. it all the time, but I like walking on my cookies a lot better. Yeah. My stomach made a noise. I'm sorry, audience. That was my stomach. I didn't hear it. So okay. The audience probably did because my mic picks it up. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm hungry. I had a peanut butter waffle, but then, you know, Oh, that sounds delightful. It, it was, it was pretty good. Whenever I eat peanut butter, I think of your sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she does love peanut butter. Hi, Molly. She still loves peanut butter. <laughs> it's been, it's been, how long? 17 years, but <laughs> no longer than that. 18 years. Since you've seen her? No. Since I know that she loves peanut butter and I think of her when oh, I eat Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. 18. Holy shit. Right. Cause yeah. We talked about this last to, time, but it, it's never not going to be surprising. This. Yeah. It's never going to not be weird. God. Yeah. Um, okay. I have one, maybe two more. Okay. Okay. Um, so the next one is Treppenwitz, which translates to staircase joke. Like running joke? Uh, Inside nope. joke? N- no. Staircase joke? Mm-hmm. It's a, this is, this was a hard one. Staircase joke? Uh, say it in German again. Not that I speak German. Treppenwitz. like trepidatious no like like nervous to to start no this one okay this one's hard so i'm gonna they're all hard i don't speak german (laughs) (laughs) so this one is basically i mean everyone knows this moment where you you meet someone and you're, or you're talking to someone and then you leave the conversation and then like the perfect, sorry, it's okay. The perfect like line or joke or whatever comes to you after you leave the conversation. Okay. Okay, That's what this is. And the reason why it's staircase joke is that it's the joke that comes to you when you're on the staircase leaving got it conversation okay okay yeah. so it's it was a little that yeah that like an afterthought yeah yeah okay basically okay. like that like when the perfect thing to say comes to you but it's too late got it yeah got it okay uh, okay then i think i have one more hang on i just need to find it where'd it go um oh okay Okay, this is the last one that I have, and we can do more next time. Okay. Um, it's uh, the German word is Kumaschbeck. <clears throat> Say it again. I'm sorry. Kumaschbeck. Kumaschbeck. Okay. And it literally translates to grief bacon. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> so what do you think grief bacon is? <sighs> Something for vegans. Um, grief bacon. Like bacon, B-A-C-O-N, not baking like the verb. Like right. bacon. Bacon the like the, the food. Grief. Ham. Ba- yeah. um, this one's uh, also maybe a little hard. Grief bacon. Wow. A f- two words that I would never have put together, by the way. <laughs> right. Um, is it like the... Um, like feeling of like longing like something that you wish you had um not quite so but it has to do like with regret so it could be related okay so grief bacon is <laughs> um excess weight put on by emotional eating or emotional situations I have that. I have grief. (laughs) Yeah. So if you, for example, um, go through a breakup and then you maybe put on a few extra pounds after that, because your grief bacon, (laughs) ice cream or whatever, that is your grief bacon. Wow. Or it was also a topic during COVID here because people are COVID grief bacon dealing with a lot of emotions with the pandemic Mm -hmm. and being at home and stuff like that. So some people had some grief bacon because of COVID. That is hysterical. (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I like, these were good phrases. Yeah. As a, as a bilingual person whose primary language is English, do you often like hear these words and directly translate them and go, what the fuck? Like, does it happen a lot? Um, it, it definitely happens. What did I send you the other day? What, what's that TikTok that I sent you? Oh, that was hysterical. So, okay. So you sent me a TikTok of a person reading a a big sign, which was posted outside of a business Mm -hmm. that said, wir suchen dich, um, (laughs) which you can maybe understand what that Which might, looks, but let me, I'm going to open how it. an on. English speaker might read that, but it um, looks like it's spelled W I R space S U C H E N space D I C K question exclamation point. It's D I C H. Oh, that's an H it's covered by yeah, the, it's an H it yeah. looks like as an American, it yeah. looks like my mom's going to be so disappointed in me. Hang on. <laughs> it's for the, it, it's, it's for the pod. I'm speaking German. It's for education. It looks like we are sucking dick. Yeah. Like that is what it, that is what it looks like. <laughs> and if you stick to English pronunciations of like how you pronounce CH and all of that, right. Right. That is definitely how you would read that. But again, in German, it's wir suchen dich, right? which means we are looking for you or like, we want you, we're hiring. We're hiring, yeah. We're hiring is what it means. <laughs> so 
Yeah, but it's uh... there's a giant sign that says, you know, yeah. I'm gonna say try. I'm gonna try to say it in German. Hang on, let me cleanse my palate with some water. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I'm nervous. I shouldn't have said that. Um, it looks like looks like what I said. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can. I'm gonna be embarrassed. It's W is always V, right? Uh, yes. And then CH is K sound, right? Uh, k- kind of. Sort it's, of. Yeah, it's it's like a softer. So it's so so the word suchen. So S U C H E N is suchen. So it's this kind of soft. It's okay. not ch like so it is in English. Wir suchen dich. Yeah, that's good. Oh, that's very good. We're hiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was really good. I would just imagine that like you chuckle to yourself all the time and Philip's like, why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, well, because I, I think I told you last time that um that there is a word in German which is D-I-C-K. That yeah, thick. Yeah. Which means thick. I think about that all which, the time. Yeah. Which, and I remember one time my parents came to visit <laughs> and, uh, we were out and I needed to go, I think I needed to get something at the grocery store or the drugstore or something. And one of the things that I needed to get was toilet paper and on the package of the toilet paper, it says extra dich right. because it means extra thick toilet paper. Right. <laughs> And my parents could not stop giggling. (laughs) You don't know a lot about Kara's parents, virtually nothing, but her dad. (laughs) I mean, your mom too, but your dad in particular loves, loves a joke. He loves a joke. He ate it up. He thought it was hilarious. Oh no. I bet. I bet he thinks about it on the daily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then. And then, but then you see that word in a lot of situations. Right, everyday because, life. Yeah, because it just it just means like thick or it means fat or you can describe a person that way um, as well. So like you could describe. That would really yeah. walk on my cookies. It, yeah, it, it would probably walk on your cookies, <laughs> which I mean, fair enough. <laughs> I don't think it's a, I don't think it's necessarily a polite way to describe someone. Um, but it does happen. Um, and yeah, so it it is pretty funny because it just like, sometimes you'll just see it on random products that it's, it just makes me laugh. And then we'll take a picture of it and then send it to my other American or English speaking friends. I don't know what kind of TikTok I found myself on to see this. Let me see if it like, if it tells like German talk, I don't know. What are the go back. Uh, there is not any tag, so I don't know how I, how I found it, but I'm so glad I came across it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick on German talk for a while and see what else I find. Yeah. And I'll no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there are probably some very funny, funny things I've seen. I think probably just because of the algorithm and oh, yeah. location and stuff like that. I've seen a couple of, um, cause I'm not on TikTok, but, um, 
but on uh, Instagram. Oh, the reels. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen um, there, there are quite a few expats who are also doing like TikTok reels, Instagram I would. stuff. If I moved to um, freaking, where am I moving? If I moved to any country, I'd be like, yeah, let's start a blog. Let's vlog. Let's do it. Yeah. So yeah. So I think there, there are a lot of people who are doing like really funny, funny stuff and, um, like different, like weird things that Germans eat or yeah. weird things they say or whatever. So, um, speaking of travel, would you like to tell the audience where you have to go for work? You are so burdened. Um, I'm flying to Paris tomorrow. For oh, work. Yeah. I mean, it sounds extremely glamorous, I guess, but it's not, I mean, it's again, I mean, it's, it is super nice. Um, but I'm going there just for one night. So I'll fly tomorrow afternoon. And then I think I'll have dinner with, um, some of my coworkers. That'll be probably the nicest part. What kind of dinner? Where are you going to eat? Oh, I don't know, but there's, I mean, there's so many good places. Will you send me a picture of the menu? Yeah, I will. Thank you. I will. Um, For those who don't remember, I studied abroad in France and I just, yeah, I'm 0% French, but we went to a French high school and I just loved it. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. And then on the reason that I'm going is on Thursday, I have like a whole uh, Thursday on Tuesday, I have a all day like workshop. So um, that starts at nine and then ends at six. And then I have to go straight back to the airport and then I'll fly back. So it's, it'll, it's a pretty quick, quick one. No burdened in your trip to France. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But my company, my company's headquarters are in Paris. She works for a French company. Yeah. But it's actually the first time that I have uh, gone there since I've worked for, since I've worked for this company. It's the first time I've been to the, uh, been to Paris on a work trip. Um, but I think there should be a few more, um, in my future, um, of course, COVID put a damper on, on that for a while, but, um, oh, oui, oui. But yeah. Merci. Bonjour. <laughs> See, I don't speak a word of French. I mean, bonjour. I can handle. I've lost a lot of it. I've lost a lot every now and then I I'm can... like, Ooh, that's the word for that. Good for me. But I've lost, I can order a croissant at a boulangerie and that's about, oui, oui. that's about it. Um, croissant. so I have the, I have my absolute essentials covered, but <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I keep thinking I should probably learn a little bit of French, but it just seems so hard. Cause that's the nice thing about German is that like every single letter that you see on the page, you pronounce right. And it's yeah. easy and, and French, it's logical you know. mm-hmm. and my brain understands it, but French, I can't, I like, so the a word I like to describe, like, you know, the word vestments, like for priests. Mm-hmm. It means dress in mm-hmm. French. You say vêtement. Yeah, which is you like you don't pronounce half the letters. Yeah, yeah, which is very hard. I think it would be very hard for my brain to keep both of those very different languages in uh, at the same time. But yeah. I will try to maybe learn a few phrases. But I, I don't think it's going to be a thing that I. What phrase do you want to learn? I could help you. I mean, you have French people that can help um, you too, but yeah, I feel like, I feel like the, the basics that I would like to learn theoretically would be like, 
basic, like ordering in a restaurant, being able to check into a hotel, being able to, um, navigate with the taxi kind of stuff that I have to do if I'm mm-hmm. on a business trip there, mm-hmm. because if I go with Philip, Philip took French in school. So he's like, he can get us around. Your husband eat. is so worldly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. man. So like he can, I mean, I think he would be the first to say that his French isn't great, but like he can at least navigate, you know, sure. Um, whereas I can't, and, and I also have a really hard time pronouncing. So I think that that would be probably what I would have to start with is just like, I see this word, how do I even say it in a way where the other person's going to understand what I mean? Because I I think that's a big barrier for me right now. But anyway, it's, it's not a necessity in my life, luckily, because English being able like English is right. English is universal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually pretty. I came across a word the other day that I had never used or heard before. And I was like, "Uh, what were they? It was my friend at work was, I forget, but they were using it. Like they were using it appropriately, but I was like, I've never heard this word in my life. And they were like, Mm -hmm. what? I've never heard this word. Like, what do you want from me? I don't know, man. (laughs) But French is not that bad. If you see something spelled out, you can probably pronounce it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I just invest a little time in like understanding the rules, I could, I could at least try to decently pronounce something, mm-hmm. even if I don't know what it means. Bonjour. I could try to, je like, m'appelle Cara. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Cara. Perfect. Yay. Yay. I Frenched. Très bien. <laughs> I Frenched. <laughs> <laughs> well, I German. We are once again. Yeah, worldly for my two French listeners, merci. Yeah, merci. And Dorian, Dorian's like it's nothing. You're welcome. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, there's lots of little stuff that I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but maybe, maybe one day, you'll you'll get there. You'll you'll get there. You'll do it. Maybe one day. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on today with me. Thank you for having me. A six-hour so time change Again. is a little bit of a struggle, but we did it. Yeah but we did it. Yeah. But we did it. But with your waking up at the same time every day and all that, seem, you know. which seems to be working well. So I'm so dedicated. Yeah. 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 That it, that it worked out. Yeah. What are you going to do the rest of the day? Uh, I'm going to, uh, cook. Mm. I'm going to make some food, make some food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to pack for tomorrow. Cause I've got to, yeah, pack my, has to go to Paris, pack my bag. Yep. And then, uh, I think that's pretty much it. I'll have to take tofu out for a walk at some point. Yeah. And hopefully, cause right now, again, like now it looks sunny. There are some clouds, but it looks sunny, but it's not snowing. Cause it was snowing okay. earlier. Okay. So like, hopefully it doesn't snow. Hopefully not. And I can take tofu out on a nice little walk. Beautiful. Yeah. Walk all yeah. over your cookies. Just kidding. Yeah. I can walk <laughs> all over everyone's cookies. <laughs> uh, what are you doing the rest of your day? Do you have to, no, you don't have to work. Do you? Well, it's only 10 o'clock here. Yeah. It's four where you are, right? Yeah. Four. Yes. Um, I'm not working today. I have a full schedules of, I have full schedule of things. I'm going to lunch brunch with a friend. Oh, 
fun. Then I'm going to Costco with another friend. Love Costco. Then I have to come Costco. I love Costco. I have to come back and put all the things away. I have to clean the house. I have to exercise at some point. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll watch a film. I don't know. Hmm. Cook yeah. something. I work the next three days after this. So okay. Yeah. Prepare so to you kind of like set set yourself up. Yeah. Prepare to work for that. Um, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Do they are they doing samples at Costco again? Or are mm-hmm. they not doing mm-hmm. that anymore because of COVID? They are. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Philip's gonna have a field day when you come back to the States. Yeah, it's true. He has been to a Costco before. But with the samples? Um, I think so. They have some I think it, good I think quality it was a, stuff. It was a pre-pandemic Costco visit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think I think he's been there. So he, yeah, he was excited. But yeah, I mean, you can, if you're determined enough, you could ha- have a full meal's worth of food from the samples. And Philip is that man. Philip yeah, is that he, guy. Yeah, he would do it. He would commit. Mm-hmm. As he we know, he that. loves the fried foods and the samples. He does. He does. He does. We're going to make an American out of him yet. Yeah, it's, I mean, food-wise, it would it's not, not be a difficult. threat. It's a promise. Yeah. <laughs> food-wise, it would not be difficult. He's no. more than halfway there already, I think. Yeah. Well, my friend, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. I love you too. Thank you so much for having me. I would be silly to not mention that your shirt says culinary goddess. And I feel as if that's such a good omen for your future pod. (laughs) And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. The, even just the planning and stuff has got me really excited and motivated. So yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Well, do you want to do the the send-off for the audience yeah okay I can what am yeah, I you can what, what am I supposed to say, to say the it. the line the, yeah the, the, uh-huh okay okay uh it's never too rude to have 32 oh that was so good yay <laughs> <She's dancing. laughs> you did such a good job thank you you did such a good job thank so you. proud I appreciate it. All righty. That's all. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.